Let's pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we are so joyful to be here tonight. Through the, all the difficulties we faced to get started here, we are joyful to be here. Thank you for bringing us to where we are. And we just know, Lord, that you're going to speak and you're going to have Amen. your will done Amen. through Ian and myself. And for everyone who's in attendance and watching on Facebook, we know that this is going to be a joyous time at a time of great teaching, a time of great Amen. learning. So, Father, thank you now for all that you will do. Father, as we gather together, we just ask you to bless this time, mm -hmm. bless this gathering, bless the people who are watching either live or the recorded show or listening to the recorded show. We are so grateful to be able to do this, and we thank you immensely for all that you do. You are so great, so amazing, and we can't even put into words how wonderful you are. So guide us and teach us as we walk through Acts chapter 4. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, Acts chapter 4, verse 5 is where we're starting specifically. And okay. so we'll go ahead and get started. But I also want to just let everyone know, too, if you have prayer requests, please send those in yes. so that when we get to the end of our time together that uh, we'll get a chance to pray for those. Um, we did have one request that came in um, earlier over um, another the, the midweek uplift that was sent out. Someone sent in a prayer request for oh, it. Okay. So I went ahead and wrote that down so we could pray for that tonight. Okay, very good. Sounds yeah. good. Mm -hmm. So Acts chapter 4, verse 5. We're going to start there, and I think we're going to read like through verse 12, something along those lines, okay. and then we'll discuss from there. Sounds good. The next day, the elders, the rulers, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Ananias, the high priest, was there, and so was Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and the other men of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and are asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, by whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. He is the stone the builders rejected, which has become the capstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for no, there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Mm. Oh. Wow. You know, one of the first things that jumps out at me I wanted to ask you about okay. is they say, by what power or what name did you do this? And I, think, I find it interesting that they use the word power. And, you know, I know that they're thinking, what power do you have? But that is a term that I believe Paul used as well when speaking of the demonic. Yes. Powers and rulers and principalities and <clears throat> right. of this dark world. So it just, it really struck me as if they're asking almost not necessarily believing it was by God's power, but what power? Do you know right. what I mean? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. It, it's yeah. it's a during this time we we as as Christians today we we don't think about the perspective oftentimes that they had. They mm -hmm. had demoniacs. Mm -hmm. They had people that we would say to the, today are they're possessed. Right. And they right. wandered the streets. They um, drew attention to themselves. People understood them as the demoniac from 
whatever area. Right, exactly. Which that gets into a whole other big thing, too, as far as areas and regions and territories. But um, from, from their standpoint, um, we would talk about people like this today from a standpoint of, well, you know so-and-so down that hangs out at whatever place. Right. And um, everybody knows that, you know, they're a little different mm-hmm. that um, you may see them talking to themselves so they're not taking care of themselves or, or things along those lines. And we, we have um, language that we use that is uh, more polite and um, more kind um, because at times we don't call out um, the work of the enemy for what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so they're addressing this from a standpoint of, because the, to them, we've got to remember, the Messiah hasn't come. Right, right. So, so the power of God comes only through them. Right. Not through the Messiah because he hasn't no, come yet. No, because they've crucified Christ. Right. So obviously they didn't yeah, think he's, he was. He's dead. He's right. has been. Right. Exactly. So it really is from a standpoint that they ask that question um, to expose Peter and John yeah. for what they believe so that they can handle them the way that those type of people should be handled. Usually with a stone outside the camp yeah. or outside mm-hmm. the city. Yeah, yeah, something like that or... Yeah. Two wooden beams hung together. Or, yeah, exactly. Something along those lines. Right, right. But yeah, that's exactly what they were doing, is that they were trying to reveal the work of the enemy in these two so that they could rid them. So they, they obviously see this man was crippled, and now he's not. So yes, they, because he's standing. But, right. You know, Peter says, you know, the guy that's standing before right. you healed. So yeah. They can't deny that. No. Okay, mm-hmm. so now they're saying, they're going back to that, what, what we talked a little bit about last week. This is a threat to their power. Correct. Because somebody has a power greater than, and it didn't come through them, like you said. Right. That it was supposed to come through them. So this is a threat to them, and they aren't sure what to do with it. No, they're not. But then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, that's important. It is. Because it's not Peter speaking on his own. It's not Peter speaking as a human being. It's Peter speaking with the power of the Holy Spirit, speaking to him, as Jesus said that he would do. Right. In John chapter 16. So Peter, speaking by the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and are asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. And this man stands before you healed. And then he quotes Psalm 118. Mm -hmm. Just... That's, I'm just blown away by that. It, it really <laughs> is. It's powerful. And, and I think, too, you know, and one of the things that, that I wanted to talk about that stood out to me was filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So we read that and we can go, okay, well, that is giving today, that's giving me information to, to understand what Peter was saying was of God. Right. But what does that look like today when we speak? And there again, I'm just talking about oh, speaking. Speaking when you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you, and you speak, <clears throat> um, that obviously does um, give authority in what they said. Right. 
Um, but what about to those people who are like, I don't believe that. I'm, even in this situation, I'm not believing that. Other people are astounded by what was said and hearts shifted and converted. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it, it's neat to see Peter filled with the Holy Spirit said to them. So what does that look like? What's it look like today? Yes. Yeah. Well, it, it really depends on who you ask. Okay. Right. Because we have turned it into a matter of interpretation. When if you ask me right here, God's saying, this is the way it is. And you in 2021 have turned it into a matter of interpretation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, you following me? I do. Okay. I do. So what should it look like? What, what does it look like is not necessarily what some people may tell you it is. Mm-hmm. So to me, what it is to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to believe that Jesus died, and not just saying, I believe, in your heart believe it, Yes, that he died on the cross for you. And then the Holy Spirit then comes in and cleanses you mm. and fills you. Right. Now, from there, things like this can happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you yourself don't believe, you will hold it back. Mm-hmm. Okay. God's not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. You have a choice. Yeah. And if your choice is, I don't want to believe that being filled with the Holy Spirit means that I can speak words that just seem to come from nowhere, or if you don't want to believe that being filled with the Holy Spirit means that you can heal, that you can perform miracles, that you can speak in tongues, that you can do all these things that the Bible teaches us, Mm -hmm. then that's part of it. Then you're probably going to just be holding it back. And that's something that you can stop holding back and let come out. Mm -hmm. But others would say... Well, if you didn't speak in tongues, then you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. Right. That's one part of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's some on the other side will say, well, if you're speaking in tongues, then you're just making it all up. Maybe. <laughs> but maybe you are speaking on behalf of the Holy Spirit. Right. I mean, I, there's, I realize I'm skipping across the pond here, not, yeah, but not going deep. But, but it's interesting to go, you know, so Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit and said to them, and, and when we read through this, it's like this whole situation that took place at at the temple where they're like, you know, silver and gold, I don't have any, but what I have, I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. And so you take this whole thing and all of a sudden then, then, then God, through Peter, condenses it into something very simple. Yeah. If we're being called today to take into account this act of kindness, I mean, you can just oh, feel that the fruit of the spirit too. Exactly. Yes. That's, and and that's where exactly where I was heading. Yeah. It's like the the spirit spoke through Peter, but what he spoke was a characteristic of himself. Yes. All that happened here was an act of kindness, yeah. and that act of kindness is then further described by saying that this man who was a cripple is healed mm. through kindness. So two different things. And really, I was coming at it from one angle. You're coming at it from the other angle, and they're really both the same. Exactly. Yeah. I was looking at the spiritual gifts. You're looking at the fruit of the Spirit. Exactly. And it's all by the Holy Spirit. It really is. So it's like, so we can take this information that we've gathered here, go back to where it said, where Peter says, silver and gold I do not have, but But what what I I have I give you. So what did he give him? Kindness. Yeah. And kindness brought healing. Yes. And an opportunity to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Exactly. By believing yes. in this man yes. who they 
who Peter is saying, you know, the psalmist said, the stone the builders rejected, which has become the capstone. He's tying the Old Testament, yes. tying scripture, not the Old Testament at that time, tying scripture into what just happened to show them that this man, Jesus, is who he said he was. Right. And here's the power that and, he said was coming. And two, and two, when Peter's talking here, what he's what he's doing here, the, the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit is doing is speaking the language that they know. Yeah. Which is right. the scriptures. Right. And right. showing this as what they believed has come to fulfillment. So even right. in that, there is a heart, and the heart of God who is compassionate and loving and gracious is reaching out to them to share truth with them. And how ironic is it, ironic, that it's the Holy Spirit who is talking to men who have spent their lives learning yes. the scriptures, okay? And believing they know the scriptures. And now this man who was unlearned, a fisherman, three and a half years earlier was a fisherman, okay? And now he's speaking scripture. Exactly. And I'm sure, sure he probably knew it, but to quote it off the top of his head that quickly was the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you speaking. know, you know it's God. And I think so many of us have been in situations to where we start speaking and, and God has moved in us and, and the Holy Spirit has risen up in us yeah. to the point where it's almost like when you're talking, you want to look down at your lips because you know <laughs> your lips are moving and you're like, something is coming out of my mouth. Yeah. So there's part of your brain that's like not even engaged yes. except yes. my mouth is talking and I really don't know what I'm saying. But this, this information, truth, um, the, the characteristics of who God is, um, wisdom it, is coming out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, that was, by the time you're done, you're like, man, that was good. I need to write that down. <laughs> and so it yeah. really is that, it, that's even the moment, and I would even venture to say, Peter may have been when he finished here, is like, wow, that was amazing. John, <laughs> John did you hear that? You know, and just have this, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I'm not, God is flowing through me. And, yeah. and that is so much of what that, to, to be filled with the Holy Spirit in such a situation as this, is that flow, because it's, the, the living water will rise up mm-hmm. out of your bellies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's right. what it is. It's right. the living water, and it's that flow. And when we move into that flow and allow the Holy Spirit to flow through us, then truth is given. Yes. And that's exactly what happened here. This, I really like this, okay? They question him, by what power or what name? Mm. Okay, power and name. And he says... It is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, okay? Then he goes on to say, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Hmm. So I thought he said the, by the power. Well, anyway, he ties back into questioning the name. He ties it right back to Jesus with, there is no other name for for there's no other name under right. heaven given by to men which we must by which we must be saved. Mm-hmm. You know, just nailing that point home that it's Jesus. It is. And and I think because Peter doesn't come and really necessarily answer their question about the power, yeah, that the name is all that needs to be said. Yeah. Well, there's power in the name too. Exactly. You and know? I think it takes care of both of those, but to understand and put before them that this is Jesus of Nazareth, mm-hmm. then that answers both questions. And 
If I can go off on a tangent just for a moment. <laughs> sure. Okay. There's power in the name. There are a couple, there's a couple songs that I can think of. I heard one on the way down here. Okay. You know, there's power in the name of Jesus. Yes. But that power comes through faith mm-hmm. and through the Holy Spirit. Not just by saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus doesn't give you power. Okay. It is the faith by which you believe. Right. And it's the Holy Spirit that's driving. It's not us that has the power. It's the Holy Spirit working in us and through us mm. that brings the power out. So you can't just say Jesus and everything gets better. Right. Okay. A lot of people think that. They really do. That mm-hmm. you just, oh, just say Jesus and demons will flee. It's not in here. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, with the faith behind it and the Holy Spirit driving it, they will flee. Right. If your faith is there to, to, believe that but mm-hmm. well, it's, because it, otherwise it's just putting it on us we can just say whatever we want and god does it but. right and and going by in the name of it's it's a um an understanding of authority yes so it would yes. be you know in in life today well you know i i'm doing this and this well who said you could do that well phil did <laughs> you know right right you know but right. it's because, you know not to throw you under the bus necessarily but really it, it really is to go okay well i'm doing this or i've been asked to do this or i have been assigned this task because my boss the one who has authority gave me authority to do this 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 and this right and so the, right, to be right. able to move forward in that and we will talk about that in a coming up in the book of acts you know <laughs> yeah you know, some will. call upon apollo some call upon paul but <laughs> right. we'll talk about that when we get there all right good stuff yeah man Want to continue? Yeah, let's. Uh, Great. Let's read. Well, we'll just see where I stop. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, I swear I didn't read that earlier, <laughs> you know, the unschooled part. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred, conferred together. What are we going to do with these men, they asked. Everybody living in Jerusalem knows that they have done an outstanding miracle, and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn these men to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Then they called them in and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, judge for yourselves whether it is right in God's sight to obey you rather than God. For we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. Hmm. I'm going to stop there. Okay. <clears throat> I love verse 13 where it says, yeah. um, when, they, when they saw the courage of Peter and John. Yeah. And so, you know, because we, we were talking about, you know, as far as um, being filled with the Holy Spirit and the kindness and all that was done. But as far as part of um, further evidence of of people moving and doing things um, in the authority that the Lord has given them or mm-hmm. to um, even to, to say, look, pursue an act of kindness, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, the courage that rises up in someone to step in and do what they understand God has directed them or called them to do is noteworthy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really is. is. It is. You know, and it's it's um, things that we can even talk about. It you know, in, in our personal lives on things to 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 step in to do things that you believe God's called you to do. I'm not saying that it makes sense. 
Yeah. And, and nine times out of 10, if it doesn't make earthly sense, then it's probably the Lord leading you to do something, you know, that's a little outside the box, so to right. say. Right. Um, but to step in and do those things or to say something with passion and courage, mm-hmm. then it's, it's notable. It definitely is. It, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and that comes from God, too. It does. And it, I kind of draw back on the Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah. You know, and it's through Christ, not yeah. on my own, Great not point. something I mustered up on by myself, not something that I meditated on and here it came. It comes through the Lord. Right. And, there's, and, you, and, and even in, in using our discernment, another spiritual gift mm-hmm. that the Lord gives us, um, you can tell when someone is doing things out of um, pride and arrogance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Versus yeah. the courage yeah. to step out and do whatever it is that the Lord's put on the heart to do. But I believe people are more drawn to those who might even fumble a little bit <laughs> right. than they are those who speak with such pride and not authority. With pride. Right. There's a difference. There is. There's a big difference between pride and authority. People who fumble even at times may speak with great authority, but that authority is coming from God. Mm-hmm. But the moment they speak on their behalf and, and look at me, you can tell. And you know that it's not real. Exactly. And, and, and that's and what, that spirit is the one telling you it's not real. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's a great point. Yeah. And, and I love the next part because it really confirms everything we were talking about. You know, the unschooled ordinary men. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I know a couple of those. <laughs> sure. Right here. <laughs> <But> you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're pretty ordinary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, that's what, I, that's what I absolutely love about that because I read this and I go, that's me. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, and, and to look at that and go, you know, that's me, but, but that's all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And, and that's it the is. thing it for really us is. to grab a hold of and to look at that and go, yeah. <clears throat> you know, because people will back out of things that God may be calling them into because they'll say, who am I? I'm just some ordinary. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? You qualify. That's the first qualification, right? <laughs> exactly. And the people right. are like, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. It's like, no, that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, for those of us who who just understand that we are broken vessels, you know, and just and just the ordinary guy that just walking down the street and you're a prime candidate for the Lord to to pick you up. And to put his fingerprints all over you to step into what he's called you to do. Absolutely. And and that's the the joy of it. Um, it's those people that when God does call them and they step into doing what God's called them to do, that you see the courage that comes from within them that's from the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that they feel like that they can handle or they it's the pride, it's the arrogance. Um, but to be qualified to do it, then you know what? To be ordinary, unschooled, average, below average, you're a prime candidate. Mm-hmm. You really are. Absolutely. That's great. It, it is. Yeah, I, I think and, so too, because there's a whole lot more of us out there like that. Right, right. That God is just waiting to, to use and, and to put us in position. And it doesn't change when you <laughs> grow in that. I mean, there... Like we said last week, that one guy thought just because I was a pastor that I could change the weather so that he could right. cut his grass. Right. And nothing changes with a title or a position. No, You go into it like that, especially if you remain like that, you'll go further. Mm-hmm. God will take you further. But 
And, it, and you know, sometimes that scares people. Well, I, I just can't be a pastor. That's too big of a word, too big of a term for me. If I would have said that, and I, yeah. I did, but <laughs> I wouldn't have been. But right. what I'm saying is no matter yeah. what God is calling you to do, step into it. Yes. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If it's just a, every time you see your neighbor, smile. If yeah. it's something that simple, do it. Whatever God's telling you to do, do it. The yeah. obedience brings blessings that are far greater than anything you can ever imagine. That's good. That's really good. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> it's a t-shirt. <laughs> it is, man. That's I like good that. stuff. It, because it is. It's just us being just average, ordinary people submitted and surrendered yeah. out of humility to what the right. Spirit wants to do in us and through us. Um, that puts God on display. And, and, and that's what we're reading about in Acts 4, is God really being, th- he's being put on display in here. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, do you want to continue? Yeah. I like this next part here in verse 21. 21. 22. You'll, you'll see it. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. I love that. <clears throat> for the men, for the man who was miraculously healed was over forty years old. There's a chance. See, there's a chance for us. Right? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we're not just wasting miracles on the young. <laughs> um, on their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all <laughs> that the chief priests and elders had said wow. to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, You made the heaven and earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. You know, I just read Psalm 2 today. Did That's you how really? I recognized that, because I read Psalm 2 today, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, read it this morning. That's awesome. <clears throat> so we can stop there and talk? Yeah, I got okay. a question. Yeah. So, uh, verse 23. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people. Okay. Who's their own people? Mm. I don't know. That's a good question. Do you know? I have an idea. Okay. Um. It's those individuals who have been with Peter and John. Because remember, one of the things that that Christ told them was to go into all the world and make disciples. Right. Okay. And so then they have faithfully been sharing the message. Okay. 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 So it's it's the, the, the growing church. Can I put it that way? Yeah. The growing church. And so Peter and John had a group that they would go back to and report. Now, I love that because there's a sense of accountability there. Accountability, right. You know what I mean? Right. And there were people that cared about what was going on because Peter and John had been put into prison. Yeah, right. So there's a group of people that are praying for them. So then Peter and John go back to them to report and say, here's what's happening, here's what's going on. Now, it doesn't say here that they all got together and complained about the Sanhedrin and the... They, I like right. where you're going, yeah. Because when they heard this, they raised their voices together to, in prayer to God. Right. They didn't complain. They prayed. They and they prayed. didn't pray negatively. <clears throat> they prayed and asked, you know, part of what they did was ask why 
do the nations rage and people's plot in vain. They're quoting scripture. They are. You know, so they're seeing the fulfillment of scripture. Right. Right before their very eyes. And they're, so they're praying this. And it's, that's pretty amazing. It, it really is. And, and it's, it's a good lesson, too. And for Peter and John, there's a, a point of um, encouragement in all of that, that they go back to their group and they mm. get together and that they pray. That they so they've just been through this event of all because they showed it. They, they showed an act of kindness. Yeah. And so then yeah. this one act of kindness catapults them into all of this, and then the the priest and Sanhedrin go, well, you know, there's only thing we can do is just threaten them. Don't say anything else. Don't do anything else in Jesus' name. Right. Or else. Right. right. And so, but then they leave, but they go to, back to their group. So they're on their release. They go back to their own people, reported what had happened. And then they spent some time praying, encouraging. There we go. Encouraging, edifying, yeah. building one another yep. up, yep. and praying and coming to the Lord and asking God, so, so what's going on here? Isn't that what a church is supposed to do? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it How is. about that? It is. It, it really it, 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 it is. It's really neat. But it's neat to see even today, you know, as far as our churches and all today, to go, you know what, there's there's a point in time when when people are going to be um because they step out and they do acts of kindness or they do different things, then there's repercussions that come. Mm-hmm. So then how do we handle those? And, mm. and to allow the Holy Spirit to move and speak, but then you come together, you encourage one another, you build one another up, and you pray. That's what it's supposed to be. It is. It really is. And it's neat to see it. It's neat to see it in Acts. Anything else? Um, yeah, let's, let's continue on. Okay. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in the city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, they did what your power and will had declared beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Whoa. <laughs> okay. That's a church service right there. Yes. That'll preach. That's right. <laughs> no doubt. So this is the continuation of the prayer. Yes. You know, speaking in Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant, Jesus. We put him on the cross, mm-hmm. whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Again, seeing it in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word. Just like what you said. When they're faced with adversity, they come together, they pray, and they ask God to enable them to go forth boldly and speak with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Can you imagine if we prayed that? Yeah, and and you know what? (laughs) Exactly. And you know one of the things that, that strikes me is that they're asking God to give them the boldness mm-hmm. to go do what they were told not to do. Yes. Yeah. But they yeah, yeah, because they're the, because the Sanhedrin and the priest said, "Okay, don't use that name anymore." And we don't want to see any more miracles. Right. God give us the boldness <laughs> to go, go and perform miracles. Right. Right. 
Oh, that's just a. It is. That is beautiful. It is. It really is. But to to come together and pray that, and and to pray it. It's, what yeah. what could happen with a couple of ordinary people that get on their knees before the Lord and ask for that? How many people don't pray because they don't think they're permitted to ask for such things? I you I'm know gonna, I do I do and I'm going to be very very honest. There was a point in time in my life that I would not pray that because I would not want it to happen. Okay, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I know what you mean. I it was is. the same way. It's true. It's just like, you know what? I believe God so much that I am not going to pray that because I do not want to be called out to go walk down Belmont Street mm. and start laying hands on people. I, I understand. I, I just, you know, now... Okay, so maybe if we pray for the boldness to be able to do that, and then add to it the the miraculous signs. Exactly. You know, I, I, I really think it's an understanding of, you know, asking the Lord for the boldness. Is right. With that comes everything else that of, of who God is to give us the courage. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To have all of those things fall into place. Um, you know, I just really have prayed t- to ask, to have God put him on display through my life however he wants to however he wants to in in that surrender um from a standpoint of of just an ordinary person to go you know what god i i i just want you to use me yes i'm i'm all in yeah and i know i can speak for everybody here watching and in this room that he's done that with you hmm. he has done that with you he well, has put himself on display through you, and it's it's and people know him, and, and that's yeah. and that's what we want right. is, is we for want. that to happen. Right. Um, but but things are going to come in in greater measure. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's kind of what I was leading to. I, I know that <laughs> run on my friend. <laughs> yeah, it, when we do, I've been praying that God would give people the boldness to pray like this. There you go. That's what I've been praying lately. So that people will realize, if I just ask God for this, then he'll do it. And then when they see him do it, then they'll know that he does do it, and they'll do more. Yeah. And others will. Mm-hmm. And that starts the revival. It does, because it's so neat to see when, when the Lord moves on people's lives in such fashion, is that they don't praise the person. They praise the Lord. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and, yeah. and that's it's, a, it's a really a neat thing. It's a beautiful thing to watch that happen. Yeah. But for us to be praying along those lines, um, it, it's time. I, I can honestly, and I know that you agree. Oh, yeah. It, it, is, it is time for us as, as believers to be praying along these lines. Yeah. It really is. I mean, as a matter of fact, this is a great prayer for you to pray. Absolutely. Take it right out of Acts chapter 4. Absolutely. I agree. So we're getting close on time okay. and and I know we started late because of the technical difficulties but I really believe that verse 32 really ties in better with verse 5. So I think that maybe we should leave that for next week. Okay. We'll start with verse 32 and then move because it kind of flows even oh, though right it's into broken chapter up by 5 a chapter there. It flows into it. Okay. Sets it up and then it tells you what's happened. So we'll that, do that next week. But that I sounds great. I wanted to say one thing. Sure. Um when we first started chapter three, 
Do you know where all this took place? At the gate that was called beautiful. beautiful. And what we've seen here is a beautiful move of God. It is. It, it's not ironic that that was the gate they started at. I, exactly. It, it's just, and I hope you all can see that too from what we pulled out of the scripture really for awesome. you tonight. Um, we've got, we got a comment that God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things so that others can see his hand move here on earth. Yeah. Amen. Oh, that is so good. true, Shelly. Thank you for sharing that. And we got a prayer request for Patty Drummond. I heard that she passed away. Is that right? Did anybody? Oh, really? I saw her in school. Yeah. She wasn't that old. Probably 40. 52. 52? Wow. That okay. So sad. She was such a nice person. Yeah, I, I was shocked to hear that. I so we want to pray for Patty Drummond's family and friends, um, and that's it, the only prayer request we have, other than the one you got. Yes, um, sh a lady named Sally had um, cancer surgery today. Okay, you can remember her. Okay. All right. Be great. Um, well, that sounds good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and close in prayer, and then we'll look forward to being back here next week. All right. Well, before we do, does anybody have any questions? Comments? No? You're like a tag team of the Bible. <laughs> you make it so much easier than me sitting at my kitchen table. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. You make, you. It, you make it fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. All right, well, go ahead. Let's pray. Okay, I'll go ahead and close this. Heavenly Father, dear God, we are so thankful for this time that we could be together tonight. And thank you so much, Lord, for being in our midst. And God, we just thank you for blessing us with your wisdom and your discernment. Father, your understanding and um, to point out the things that you would have us address um, that we can understand, uh, that we can learn. And Father, I, I thank you for encouraging each one of us to apply these things to our lives and, um, and to push us, to push us outside of our comfort zones and uh, trust further in who you are and what you want to accomplish. And Lord, we look forward to, to watching you do amazing things through us, such ordinary people. Um, Lord, thank you for putting yourself on display in so many ways. Lord, we just come to you and we ask for healing for Sally, uh, Father, as the surgery that she's had today. Lord, I pray that you just allow her recovery to go smoothly. And Father, that you just bring healing to her body that is needed. Father, you see each, each thing that's taking place. And Father, we just ask you in your kindness to heal her. Father, thank you for your love for her. And Father, may she see it more deeply than she ever has before. Lord, also pray for the family and, and friends of Patty Drummond who's passed away. Lord, I pray that you allow your comfort and, again, your spirit of, of healing to come upon them. Father, healing hearts and emotions. Um, Father, that you just be with them and show yourself powerful and strong so that through this uh, time of hurt and pain and grief, that they can testify of your comfort and, um, Father, your peace that just pours out upon them. Lord, I thank you for opening up heaven's doors and allowing us to come to you at any point in time. Father, that you are there to listen and to bring the answers that we need. And, Father, that you are faithful and that you are loving and you are kind to us. Father, we are overwhelmed by your grace. But, Father, I ask that you put upon our hearts these prayers that we've read in Acts chapter 4 and challenge us to pray them. Father, that we would just be on our knees before the very foot of your throne asking for these things, that you 
Lord, would bring the boldness um, to allow us the courage to step out and to be used by you in miraculous fashions. Lord, we love you and we worship you. We ask these things in the name of Jesus of Nazareth.